Hello, welcome to 3030 and Surviving. I am Tracy. And if you are new here, the show 3030 and Surviving is all about creating a space for us women who are entering our 30s or in our 30s and looking for a community to kind of talk about all the different things that we go through in this decade and normalize the fact that we're all still just trying to get our shit together and turning a certain age or a certain number doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have it all figured out. So from dating and relationships, work-life balance, finance, you name it, we cover it all. And you can find new episodes each week, Mondays at 9 a.m. on Apple Spotify, iHeart, and YouTube, and you can see everything else going on with the show on Instagram at 30flirtysurviving. In addition to all of the wide variety of topics that we discuss, I have also had the privilege of having some really amazing guests on the show to talk about their experience as business owners or entrepreneurs, and this week is no different. The lady that I have with me today is someone who I have been dying to get (laughs) on the show, waiting a very long time for. If you do not know her, you will. She is someone to watch out for, especially in this area, but I would say soon to be other areas as well. (laughs) She's taken over. She is Boston makeup artist Haley Joy Page. Hello, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited that you're here. Me too. I feel like we first discussed this, what, back in maybe April or March, and then we waited till I was back from Hawaii and scheduling stuff. So it feels like a long time coming. Um, I am going to ask you plenty of questions Mm -hmm. about your business, how you got started, of course, makeup in general. But before we do, I always like to start with a few introductory questions, which are fairly simple. (laughs) So nothing to be scared about. First and foremost, what is your age, if you don't mind sharing? I am 29. I just turned 29 at the end of April. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And where are you from originally? I am from Medford. So very close to the city. Yes. And you live there now? I live there now, but not my parents don't live there anymore. So not my parents. (laughs) (laughs) Just to confirm. Just to clarify. (laughs) Um, But there wouldn't be anything wrong if you did. Uh, Yep. That's true. Relationship status. I am married. I got married at the end of August last year. Oh my god, a lot of a lot of new things happening yep. for you. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. What's married life been like? It's the same. Same old you same. Know, yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Were you guys together for a long time? Yeah, we were together for almost six years and then so it was like five, five and a half, and then we got married at the end of August and it's gonna be a year this coming August, which is so crazy. Holy I know. I, can't I think COVID here. time is just not real. It's Everything not. happens so fast or it's kind of a blur. Yep. So I can't believe how quickly Same. time passes. Um, what is your, so if your birthday was the end of April, you're yeah. a Taurus? Yes, good mm-hmm. job. <laughs> do you feel like you identify as a Taurus? I do. So I do and I don't. I feel like a lot of Tauruses are very like motherly and like like sweet and um, <laughs> quiet, which I definitely am. But also I feel like I'm very outgoing and kind of just like loud. Yeah. So my rising and my moon are Geminis, which I don't know if that's... <gasps> A good or a bad thing, but I know that they're a little different, so I feel like that makes. And I'm an April Taurus, I feel like that's different than being a May Taurus. So I agree. Yeah. Um. No, we love Gemini's around here, don't we, Hurley? 
<laughs> but I love being a tourist, so I definitely do. But I know that there's part of me that's like, eh, maybe. You know, there's pros yeah. and cons to everything, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, okay, and then my last little question for fun mm -hmm. is, do you believe in superstitions? Oh, and I definitely do. so, do you have, like, one that you always kind of go, that's your go-to? I feel like I believe in all of them, but definitely probably like knock on wood. Like I feel like if I say something and I don't knock on wood, it's gonna happen. I That's love that. <laughs> I agree. It feels a little elementary. I know, but, but I still do it. Can't help it. Like can't people help would be it. like, "Have you ever had someone who you did their makeup and they were like, I just hate it and like get really upset?" And I'm like, "No, but like you know, yeah, no. just quick, and I have to do it." No wood. It's <laughs> like I think this is a totally thing we learned from our parents, yeah. but knock on your head, yeah. too. Yeah. I'm like, knock on anything, do. I don't want that yeah. to happen. But. Okay, I love that. So let's start from the beginning. Okay. I'm gonna pass it over to you yeah. to tell everyone at home a little bit about where you got started, whatever your, wherever your story took you. If you had a different journey at first, yeah. how you got into this, how you learned, yeah. give it a whirl. So I always was that friend in high school. I did everyone's makeup, everyone's hair. That was just kind of me. I cheered. So I ended up somehow doing like my whole cheer team's makeup at one point. I still to this day don't know how. And then I got to the point where like I set up like an assembly line. I like found one girl on the team that was good at eyeliner. I was like, you're going to do that. This is the step. And like I set everyone up for competition because I realized I couldn't do everyone. It was just ridiculous. So that was probably like the first like start. But like I have a huge family. So I would either do my friends for like a semi or prom that I wasn't going to, or just like when we went out, like people would sit on my bed in line and I would do everyone's makeup or their hair. And then my cousins, like if they were going to something, I would do there. So it was kind of just like family friends. And I always was just, like I said, that friend that was just good at hair and makeup. And then when I was in high school, I remember people being like, you should have just like go right into hair school or whatever. And I always knew I didn't really want to be a hairdresser, but I liked like styling hair and I liked, you know, makeup and whatever. So I didn't really know I didn't want to be an esthetician. I didn't really like love skincare and stuff. So my mom was really big on like, I don't care what you do, but like, God forbid anything happens. Like, I think you should have a college degree, like just go to college and then you can figure it out after. And thank God she did because I met some of like the most amazing people when I did go to college, so I went to college and I fully like had internships, like I had full time job, like what whatever. What were you studying in college? So I studied communication, but I did. They had like a health comm course, so that was kind of like my focus. So then when I graduated, I actually worked at the Massachusetts Commission for the Blind, and then I worked there for a little bit. I interned for there, and then I completely took a turn and I worked in the seaport for office furniture, and it was like interior designs and whatever. So I just kind of like completely switched my like career and I just I always did makeup on the side it never was like a full-time thing and I was always afraid of it being a full-time because I was like I'm afraid like if I do this full-time and it's my only sole income like am I going to hate it is it going to change anything for me you know so that I really battled with and I just never wanted to do it full-time and it wasn't actually until July right before I got married I just was at a point with my job where I was like, I need to move on. I'm, I need to, you know, do something different, whatever. I, I had enough weddings to get me through the year. So I said to myself, I'm like, I'm going to quit right before the wedding. When I get back from the honeymoon, I had a few family friends that were like, you can work with us until, you know, you figure it out. And I did have enough weddings to get me through, at least to the end of the year. And I fully planned on getting another job when I got back. And then some things happened and I didn't need to. And then it, this kind of became full, like full time. So it kind of all fell into place, which was great. But it wasn't like my goal. I wasn't like striving so hard to it. I kind of like battled for a little being like, is this right? Should I focus on this? You know, it wasn't like an easy yeah. transition. That is crazy. So 
it almost it never fully went away yes. but it also wasn't the priority yep. you, it was just always there it yep. almost seems serendipitous yep. in a way <laughs> that you just couldn't get away from it no and it's funny because I remember like a lot of older people used to say to me like I think you missed your calling like I think you should be a makeup artist or you know whatever when I would do someone's makeup like people would th say things to me like that all the time and for a while I was like did I make a mistake like did I miss like my you know my turn should I just have just gone into makeup or hair or whatever and then there would be points where like it gets like a little discouraging sometimes when you don't really know what you want to do. And I was like, okay, maybe I like being in an office better. You know, maybe I don't want to do makeup full time. Like, so I went back and forth with it for a while and it kind of just all fell into place. And I'm so happy that it did. Cause I think if it went any other way or I had to make the decision on my own, I don't know if I ever would, I think I would still be afraid. Wow. <laughs> These are my favorite kind of stories, honestly, because it yeah. just, it, it's that confirmation of yeah. how meant to be yeah. it actually was. Yeah. How were you booking weddings? Yeah. How did that get started? I mean, where was the where was the transition from just helping out your friends mm -hmm. or family members to getting referrals to, you know, someone's trusting you for their bridal <laughs> party? One of my friends from high school, her sister, she was like, My sister wants you to do her wedding, you know, can you come back from college and do it? And I think I said no. I was like, why would she want me? Like, it's her wedding day. Wouldn't you want, like, the best of the best? Like, at least I would. I was like, absolutely not. She's like, no, you know, she's only liked it when you've done it. Like, can you please, whatever. So I agreed. And I did that. And then from there, my hairdressers, um, she, one of them was doing the bride's makeup. She was like, there's 13 people for, you know, the wedding party. I can't do all of them. Can you do them? And they had seen, you know, me do my cousins, like whatever I post on like my story or my Instagram, like a little bit here and there. I didn't have an Instagram yet. And um, so I did the wedding and I brought one of my friends with me who also was good at makeup. And she had a panic attack and she's like, I can't do it. And I was like, what do you mean? You can't do it. <laughs> she's like, I can't do it. She's like, I'm freaking out. Like, I, I don't think I can do it. So I had to do all their team people by myself. And from there, I was like, I think I can do this, you know, like I think that I can do this if I just did that. And that was like, I had to like, just figure it out. Cause I'm like, I'm going to ruin this girl's wedding day if I don't do this. So from there, it kind of like, that built a lot of my like Instagram up because yeah. I had 13 people to post in one wedding. Um, so from there, like a lot of people would just text me like referrals, like, Hey, you did this person's makeup for a prom or for like a wedding guest. Like they raved about you. Can you send me some photos? And I had like an iPad cause at the time I didn't want to like have my phone, have all the photos yeah. and I would send them. And then I was just kind of like, this is a lot. So I finally made an Instagram. And then from there, like up into this year, I didn't even have a website. I've only been on Instagram. That's crazy. And it's all been word essentially of mouth. word of mouth mm -hmm. and it's snowballed from there. Yep. So when you finally decided that you weren't going to find another job and this is going to become yep. your thing, your business and your, your main source of income, yep. Um, what were the steps for you at that point? What did you, what steps did you take? Like I said, it kind of just like all fell into place. And, but the first thing I think I was like, okay, I need to, if I'm going to do this. And at the time it was kind of like, let's see, I hadn't like weddings last year was crazy. So we had weddings in, you know, November, December, everything, whereas usually it's like our slow season. We have like one or two. So I was like, I'm going to take this time and realize like, just work through and then after that maybe we'll figure out if I need another job but first I need to get a website I, was like, I need to get my shit together I need to like 
post a little bit more. I need to like, you know, reach out to certain people, try to get other jobs, like just like reaching out for people for like makeup wise, like, hey, can I have you as like a model? Like, yeah. do you have time, whatever? So those were really my first steps. I think the most important thing was like getting a website and kind of like getting my booking serious because people were DMing me and then like I was getting so many DMs, I was kind of was getting flooded and, you know, I had to set up like a Google Doc system for people to do that. Now I'm on HoneyBook. So it's like every, every you know, month I'm still trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah. <laughs> what was the biggest challenge for you? I think the process? admin stuff and I think probably like fully making it a business because you get to a point where like yeah, you're doing friends of friends of friends, whatever. And I always feel guilty charging people because I love doing people's makeup. I love doing it. I love like, you know, making someone feel pretty. I love when they look in the mirror and they're like, I love it. I feel so good. Or like they start crying and like, that's like the best feeling for me. And I love just like chatting. I feel like the best part of like going out is like getting ready with your girlfriends. Like yeah. that's one of the best things for me. So that's how I feel on a wedding day or even just doing like one-on-one -on -one person's makeup or like doing a photo shoot or like a video. So for me, like having to be like, no, you have to like charge people now. And like you have to like know your price like that was probably the hardest thing for me i have talked about this before with um one of the other guests imposter yep. syndrome it's yep. it's very reminiscent <laughs> yep. of that um i mean but to reiterate no formal training yeah this was all you figuring it out and, and yep. learning as you go yeah which is huge but yeah i mean coming up with some sort of business model and a yep. structure for pricing must have been it's tough difficult. Yeah. And I have a lot of like really amazing people in my life. Like Sam's family has helped me out. Like my cousins are, you know, in Is like Sam my, her boyfriend? my husband. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sam, like his family has helped me and my cousin Chris, uh, you know, him and his friends, like they're all like in business and whatnot. So I've had a lot of amazing people who like really have helped me out. And if I didn't have them, I don't think it would be as easy. Yeah. But for makeup wise, like I always was self-taught and I used to paint in high school. So I would say it's like one of those things, like some people just have it or they don't. Yeah. Like you can learn a lot of it, but some people ask me certain questions and I'm like, I don't know. I just like, I always kind of know what to do or like what looks good or like what I think. And then it just turns off. Well, keep doing that girl. Cause it's working. <laughs> Thank it's you. working. Thank you. So fast forward to now, mm -hmm. um, primarily weddings, bridal, yep. um, for events. I mean, are you always traveling? Say it's someone's 30th birthday. Yeah. Um, are you going to their home? Is there a space that they're coming to? So for right now, um, I do a lot out of my second uh, bedroom in our apartment basically is my studio. And, nice. you know, so I kind of just let people go there. We are looking into a studio space, hopefully soon. We're figuring out with the insurance and whatnot. So that will be hopefully in SOA um, in South Boston-ish area. So I hopefully that works out and then from there. But I usually I go to people's houses if I can. It kind of just depends on my day. Like if it's a day where I have just appointments back to back, like they, for the most part, have to come to me because I'm not going to have time to travel there right, and whatnot. Right. But if I don't have a busy day or if it's like I'm a crazy person, like I'll do someone's wedding or shower makeup or like birthday makeup at 6 a.m. and then go to a wedding. Or I'll like do a wedding all day and then go after and do their makeup because I just like feel bad saying no to people. And I really appreciate people who have like followed me forever. I've done their makeup forever, you know, so I like try to say yes as much as I can, which is probably crazy, but it just depends on my day, to my be honest. My gut instinct is to call you a lunatic for that. I know, I am. No, I definitely am. I very <laughs> much respect the fact that you are so passionate about this yeah. and you clearly love what you do. Yeah, that for sure. That shows, but you yeah. go with extra mile in that sense. And I think I really just like appreciate 
people. You know, I really mm-hmm. appreciate the people who like support me and have for years and like the people who just started to, you know, like I really like it means a lot to me. So I want to go above and beyond for them. Yeah, I so. love that. And you, I, I'm not trying to speak for you, but you give no. me the impression you're like totally a girl's girl. For sure. So I girl. think <laughs> it's, it's very easy to just connect and make relationships. Yeah. And so it, it, yes, you're working, but yeah. you also get to. It's fun. Just, form friendships and yeah. bond and it's it goes beyond yep. a client type for of sure. relationship you know for sure that's really special yeah. very special it is it's um fun. so obviously we talked about getting over the admin hump and kind of learning that mm-hmm. as being one of the the struggles yeah. what has been the highest point for you so far Probably the people who like the biggest following people. So I want to start with chicks in the office. I really owe them everything. Okay, yeah, okay, let's get yeah. down to it. <laughs> I'm like all my high profile this. clientele. I don't even I'm like. Should I call them celebrities? Like, do they consider them? Um, I would consider them celebrities. <laughs> I do too. So, yes. Okay, so give yourself a little toot toot of the horn. <laughs> Tell everybody who you have worked with. So chicks in the office were the first people that really like had a big following that kind of put me out there. I owe them everything because they even gave me a chance. And then Brianna Chicken Pie and Grace, love them. Um, SFK, Serena Car- uh, Kerrigan. Oh, yep, very I worked cool. with her. And then Paige and Hannah. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Tell me everything. So if you guys um, watch Summer House, she's yep. talking about Hannah Burner and Paige DeSorbo, <laughs> who I am. Same. Huge fans of. Me I too. feel like Paige is my spirit animal. <laughs> I love her. We can you can talk about this off camera too. If there's any little secrets you <laughs> want to tell me, wink, wink. But are they just as they appear? Because yes. that's how I imagine they would be. Yes. Like that was the one thing I was like when I met them, they were exactly how they were on TV. I, that is so. I know. Refreshing, isn't it? To the best. Hear. And it's so nice yeah just to know that because i think that a lot of times there's that idea or concept of reality tv is not really reality but for someone like them in that show i really do think they had a great platform to show who they are and so when you really get invested in these people when you meet them in real life, you're a little hesitant. Will they live up to that? Yeah. Will they not? And knowing they that they nasty? did is so <laughs> great. Um, I am completely jealous. I saw the post <laughs> in that. Um, actually, and also, I don't know if you are aware, but I think that our videographer, Kyle, yes. was there too from yep. Big Night. So, so it was like a little love fest. Oh my God. It, and this, so, is, this connection right now is meant to be. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, Kyle was the best. So he worked with them. And then uh, the next week we had Serena Kerrigan. And so it was funny because I, like, I know Hannah kind of got like a bad cut and like I felt so bad. And like when I met her, I was like, she is the nicest girl. Yeah. Like I already loved Paige and I, I loved Hannah too, but like Paige, I like, I feel like everyone's just obsessed with her and so am I. So I was already so nervous to do it and she was great. She was exactly how she was on TV. And then when I met Hannah, like she was too, and she was just the nicest girl. And the next week, um, when we were doing Serena, Kyle was there and someone like was like, oh, how were they to me? And he was like, I was so confused. One of my girlfriends told me that like Hannah kind of has like a bad rep just because the show, like the last season, whatever. And he was like, 
she was the nicest girl. I couldn't believe it. And I was like, that's refreshing to hear. Cause I said the same thing. And I was like, right. it makes me so sad that like she was kind of portrayed in this light because that's not how she is, you know? Not at all. I know. And it made me sad. And for him to say that, and he had no idea who they even were before right. he worked with them, which <laughs> He's is like, <laughs> they're on a show. Yeah. What? He had no idea. And he was like, no, I thought she was great. I was so confused. I was like, okay, thank you. Cause you maybe sometimes I'm like, was mm -hmm. I wrong? Was I like, you know, being Just too nice. Optimistically hopeful. Yeah. Um, no, that that goes and tells you everything you need yeah. to know. Is there a difference in how you have to manage or handle some of your higher profile clients versus a lay person? I don't know the right <laughs> word for it, but you know what I mean? Um, I think like I freak myself out a little bit more, you know, and I kind of just like, I mean, I go above and beyond for everyone, but like. I'll be like, do you need me to like meet, go to the venue with you? Like wherever, like, whereas like if I do a wedding, like if I have to stay longer hours, like it's kind of like, it obviously costs a little bit more. Cause like, that's something where I don't really need to, but for like someone like that, I'll be like, if you need me to stay, like I will, you know, just like kind of little things like that. But other than that, like the makeup and stuff, everything's the same. Like uh, to be honest, it's funny with like higher end clients. I don't even know how to, what did she call them? But they actually like, they want their makeup done quicker. Like they don't have time. Like for a bride, I'll spend 90 minutes on. For someone of that, they're like, I want to be done in, you know, 45 minutes. Like, well, they even, get glam all the time. So yeah. it's nothing new. Right? They're like, I want it quick. I want it done. And like, that's it. So like, I actually have to like work quicker and just kind of be like, okay, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what a cool experience. Congratulations. That's Thank huge. You. Thank I mean, you. again, recapping, yeah. you are less than one year into your initial conception yep. of this business becoming your baby and your full-time yeah. job and to have all of those names under your belt yeah. yes that's exciting but i think it just speaks to your talent you. and the relationships you make with people they wouldn't have heard about you if people weren't referring you and speaking so highly of you and if your work didn't really show mm. your capabilities on your page so i'm very very happy for you, Thank you. and what what a neat neat opportunity yeah they were so cool they were exactly they are in person and they're just like the nicest girls page texted me like a few months ago because I her husband like loved my uh I mean her dad loved my husband's like produce company so we they had them send him merch and she sent me a selfie of her dad in it and I was like oh my god are we friends <laughs> okay wait hold on she's probably gonna block me after this but <laughs> she's like and now my cover's blown yeah. so I'm blocking her number yeah but no, she sent me the nicest text after like they just were the nicest girls and I love when people are like exactly how they are on tv and just like like you said a girl's girl like yeah. they get along with everyone I'm like I love that <laughs> that is incredible yeah incredible Okay, so moving on now, I yep. want to talk a little bit about some beauty tips and tricks mm -hmm. because I could talk here about Bravo all day long. Me too. <laughs> but I don't know if everyone's a fan at home, so we're going to give you guys a little something. Yeah. First and foremost, if you had a typical or signature style, yeah. how would you describe it in terms of the way you do makeup? Natural with a touch of glam. Natural with a touch of glam. <laughs> Describe a touch of glam. Because it's actually a lot of makeup. It's like a very lot of makeup. Um, but you want it to look natural. Like I, I don't want someone to see you and be like, whoa, she mm -hmm. looks totally different. Like she looks like a completely different person or she looks crazy when you see them in person. It looks great in photos. Mm -hmm. I want them to be able to see you and be like, Wow, she still looks beautiful. Just like a little bit better. It's like the no makeup makeup look. <laughs> yes, it takes hours, but <laughs> that's what, you know. Yeah, I saw someone talk about um, the 
Hillary Duff Women's Health magazine yep. cover and how much makeup she was actually wearing and what products were being used. Yep. And it's wild. Oh, it's crazy. And a lot what of effort goes into a lot of estheticians will tell me too, like when they went to school that they were taught, you know, natural makeup is actually the hardest makeup to do because mm -hmm. you can just slap makeup on or, you know, just put a bunch of stuff on and hope for the best. But to really make makeup look natural and still look good is really hard and that's like a different skill set and that's what they were taught. So I was like, oh, that's, that's nice to hear. <laughs> so do you have a trademark little technique in which you use to perfecting a look like that? I say, so I use a lot of very small brushes and that's the one thing every time I do people's makeups, they're like, you're so light to, with your hand and like you use a lot of very small brushes rather than just using like a ton of brushes and kind of putting, I'm very detail oriented. So I'd rather use like a really small brush and do really small layers and build it up as we go. Instead of, like I said, just putting a bunch of stuff on at one time. Okay. Well, I'm so glad that you said that because yeah. I am illiterate when it comes <laughs> to all things beauty and makeup. What? I mean, to me, a little brush is a little brush. Yeah. I don't know the difference between one that's more compact versus fluffy versus this and that. Like, I, how do you know which brushes to use? And yeah. are there three staples you would recommend each person having, you know, if they're just getting used to doing their own makeup? Have at least two blending eyeshadow brushes. That's like the one thing. No one ever has brushes. Every time I talk to someone, they're like, I don't have any brushes or they have like one big powder brush and yeah. one big foundation brush. And I'm like, you need at least two eyeshadow brushes. Like, and if they're too blending, I don't even care. At least, at least have two. But I think that that's one thing. A lot of people are afraid to do eyeshadow because they're like, oh, I put it on with my finger or whatever. And I'm like, you need to blend out the eyeshadow. That's when it makes it look bad. So at least two eyeshadow brushes always. And then just a foundation brush. Like the other brushes, you know, you could use like for whatever. But I think that those are probably the three things that people, I mean, you need like at least like five brushes realistically, but. <laughs> Where do you stand on for, say for foundation, yeah. for example, or maybe under eye concealer, a beauty blender mm -hmm. versus a brush? I personally like a brush better. The Rare Beauty Concealer Brush is like my absolute favorite brush, but even sometimes like I'll use like a fluffier um, eyeshadow brush. It just depends though. I, for If I'm teaching like a client or if I were like teaching you or something, I always say to people, I'm gonna use a beauty blender just cause it's easier to get used to it and whatever. And it's a little bit quicker. I feel like the one thing is people don't wanna take time doing their own makeup. So a, a brush I think personally looks better, but most people don't want to take the time to do that. So I'm like, just use a beauty blender. And a lot of times if your brushes aren't clean or they're like, you know, super cheap or whatever, they'll leave brush strokes. So you need to use a beauty blender anyway. So people don't want to use both. Yeah. So I'm like, just use a beauty blender. So that's the, that's the obstacle I face. Yeah. Typically. <laughs> I need to give my brushes a good cleaning so or now, probably upgrade. Yeah. So you, now you can get Cinema Secrets um, on like Amazon, which used to only be for makeup artists and you just dip it in and rub it on a paper towel and it's clean in like two seconds. So I've been telling all my clients to get that because no one wants to take the time to like fully wash them and whatnot. I'm like, just get this. At least if it's just for you, just get that. Dip it in every once in a while. What is it called? Cinema Secrets. Okay. It's a blue like container and you can just like dip it in. Uh, you, they give you like a little tin. You dip it in and just put it on a paper towel and it's totally clean. Okay. Within seconds. So okay. that's been like the best thing for people who like don't want to clean their brushes. And would you say that the brushes themselves is the key to having that airbrush application or finished look, or is there a different type of technique? Is it layering? I think it's layering and brushes. 
I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I like put on, you know, I, I love Charlotte Tilbury Falls filter. So, well, one, it's like skin prep for us. So I, I prep the skin and then I use um, the flawless filter and then foundation and then the concealer. And then, you know, I set it with powder and I let the powder sit for a little bit. So it is a lot of steps and that's why it takes so much time because certain things need to set. Like I'll let the under eye concealer like sit for a few seconds and kind of dry out before I blend it out, you know, and then same thing with the powders. I let them sit for a little bit and then I dust it away and I really wanted to like, just kind of sink into your skin before dusting it away. And I just feel like it takes a lot of thin layers, I say, and definitely brushes, but I think it's both to be honest. Okay, so this is a new concept for yeah. me. I've been hearing a lot about now with with you know social media, everything's yeah. accessible. A yeah. lot of makeup artists are out there and we see these videos or tutorials talking about formulas. And for me, I know that there's foundation, concealer, blush, but I didn't realize how many different formulas there are for each type of product and how the formula you choose can affect whether or not you'll have either long lasting makeup or if they'll counteract each other, you know, putting on one layer, if that will actually take something underneath it off is there a rule of thumb when it comes to formulas for makeup yes so one they try to say when you do your skincare like you want it to soak into your skin first so I think a lot of times people do their skincare and then they just start their makeup immediately like for me I always start the eyes first because I want everything to sink into your skin with the skincare prep first so that's one because you don't want your face to just you know just be like really doing this you just put all the skincare on and hasn't even had time to like settle in yet that's one but two I think the easiest way to look is if someone's using a prime it's more so just like primers and foundations because powders I feel like it doesn't really matter but for primer and foundation you want to look at the back of the ingredients and if the first ingredient is water make sure they're the same so if they're not the same so if one says water and one says silicone it's not it's not silicone it's like dexacone or something but you'll know if it's not the same first ingredient if they're both not water they're going to contract so like you are either going to have an oil based primer or in a water based foundation and they're going to separate because oil and water obviously don't go together okay I think yeah. that is been my major problem and I always blame it on having naturally oily skin (laughs) but I think that it's the ingredients of the products that we're using so making sure it it doesn't necessarily matter what the ingredient is as long as it's consistent so the first ingredient on your uh, foundation and primer just make sure that they're the same one so it okay. doesn't matter if it's silicone and silicone, that's fine. You can use those together. But if it's water and silicone, they're not going to go. So make sure it's water and water. So the first ingredient, don't worry about the rest. Water can be down at the bottom. That's fine. But what it's based is the first ingredient. So if it says water and your primer says water too for the first, then you can use those together. Interesting. And I think baking is pretty important too. Like I I feel like that's a controversial topic. Some I know. people say you don't need it. No, you need it. I don't care what anyone says. Because... <laughs> Even uh, one of my friends that's a makeup artist, I'll, I won't say her name, but I'll give her a shout out. She'll know what I'm talking about. We did a wedding together and I always bake and she just kind of lightly powders. So when we were done, she looked at me and she's like, can we do touch-ups? And my girls were totally good. They didn't need it. And she was like, what are you using? I'm like, you need to bake and you need to do this. you know. And yeah. they, were, they were like, I don't even need a touch-up. I got my makeup done at eight and I'm good. And I just had to go over with a little powder on hers. And I'm like, you just need to let it sit there for a little bit because everyone loves dewy right now, which I do too. Dewy is great. Mm-hmm. But it's better better to mimic it with like a highlight or whatever. And your natural oils are going to show through. If I start off someone dewy, unless it's like a photo shoot or I'm there to touch them up, 
it's not going to stay dewy. You're going to just look like an oily, greasy mess. And then like for, especially for weddings, like it's hot out, you're sweating, people are kissing you. You might be crying, like all these things. It's just, I think that it's better to just like set the stuff. I mimic it with a highlight and then go from there. So I think baking is always <laughs> important. I love that. There is nothing worse than when you yeah. go to hug somebody and your makeup transfers. All over them. And it's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Like when I do my makeup, I never touch it up. I never, other than my lips, I never touch it up throughout the night. And half of my brides will send me pictures the next morning and their makeup's fully on. They're like, I slept in it, it's still on, looks great. Yes. And it still looks good. Okay, so baking <laughs> is the key. Do you have yeah. a go-to setting spray? Charlotte Tilbury setting spray is the best. The airbrush yep. flawless filter one. Yep. Yeah, it's sold out at Sephora right now. Of course. Now. TikTok so. sells out all my favorite things. <laughs> you can get it from her website, though. I've been sending a lot of people there to get it. Okay. So use that. Outside of that, do you have, say we're on a deserted island. Mm -hmm. Not that anyone's looking at you, mm -hmm. but for pretend here, yeah. you only could bring one makeup product with you. What's your go-to? Can't live without. Probably a tinted sunscreen. That's a very good answer. <laughs> very good answer. Because I, I mean, all my clients know this, but I don't really wear makeup. Unless I have something to go to, I don't really wear it. Is it because you get sick of it? One, I think just because I'm at, like all or nothing. Like I'm not going to put on, everyone's like, give us a five minute makeup routine. I'm like, no, because that's not me. If I have five minutes, I'm not going to do my makeup. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. I need I like a it. solid a hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when your husband is like, I want to take you on a date tonight. Oh, I have to do my makeup. You need, but how far in advance do you need for a notice? He's going to joke and say if I need to wash my hair two hours. But if I don't need to wash my hair, I can do it in like 40-ish minutes. Okay. That's and if, if I know what my outfit is, if I don't know my outfit, then we're also screwed. But <laughs> that's the worst part. You're like, okay, yeah. great. I'm, I'm good to go. And you need here in 10 minutes. I'll be fine. Yeah. As soon as you know it, 30 minutes have passed and you've tried on 19 different tops. And everything's just all over the ground because I hate everything I tried on and I'm yes. rushing around. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have a mess to clean up to clean up when you get back. Yeah. It's so boring. my own makeup, though, too, like I definitely do rush. Like if I were to do your makeup, I would do it exactly perfect and take my time, like whatever. But when I do my own, I'm kind of like, I don't really care. You know, I still do well, it. Great, but not like as You're a well. Walking canvas for yourself <laughs> or advertisement. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I know. and obviously, there's not really that much pressure yeah. on you, and people understand that yeah. there's not always the need for a full, a full beat, a yeah. full face. But it is. It's. It's. You know, when someone introduces themselves to you, mm -hmm. you say hello. What do you do for work? I'm a makeup artist, and it's like. Well, I'm looking. I know. I'm looking at know. how your makeup is, okay? Know. You know? So I understand you wanting to be diligent about it. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because I feel like a lot of people actually appreciate that I don't always have a full face on. They're like, I love that you don't wear yeah. makeup, you know? Like, And I'm just kind of like, I'm like, you don't need it all the time. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want people. I It makes me sad when people think that they're ugly without makeup on. Yeah, you know? I know. So, my heart. But recently, everyone wants to take pictures with me after I do their wedding, and I'm like, I, I just did your makeup, so you look gorgeous, and I look like a toe. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, so now I'm starting to consider so now, wearing makeup to my weddings, but usually I don't. No more 6 a.m. appointments <laughs> yeah. before you're going to have to yeah. get yourself ready. ready before the wedding. Well, you know, that's what comes with uh, with all this attention, you know? Hey, there's wor there's worse things. Yeah, true. Worse things. True, true. I love that. And I think that also it kind of speaks to what you were talking about when we first started yeah. about your no makeup. Up makeup look and that's yeah. kind of your signature style because you're trying
trying to, uh, even though you're a makeup artist and yeah. it, it's a creative outlet and really something that you enjoy, the whole point of makeup is to enhance our natural features. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've talked about that. I know that that's really important to you. So yes, it's fun to play around with, yeah. but also just being yourself and not having to feel like you need that yeah. mask on 24 seven. Yeah. Just, you know, this is me. Get with it or get lost. Exactly. You know? And I feel like you just need to be comfortable. You know, I, like so many people when I do their makeup, they're like, oh, I look so ugly right now, like before. And I'm like, you're so beautiful. I'm like, you're, you know, it's just yeah. like it makes me sad. I'm like, you're not ugly at all. We're like, our what? own worst critics. For sure. Our own worst critics. Yeah. Um, okay, so talk to me a little bit about some trends that we might be seeing with makeup. The pink under eye concealer. So I've always done that. Or lose it. You've always yeah. done it. Yeah. So I not I wouldn't say pink under eye concealer, but I've always used a color corrector under my under eye, and it's okay. funny because I I think I made a video about this, or I think it was, maybe it was one of my stories. But I said like people who I've done their makeup like way in the past, they'll they'll know I have always said I'm like use a color corrector, and I loved the Sephora like brand one, which they don't sell anymore, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I used to tell my clients I'm like if you have a pink light pink liquid lipstick, I'm like use it. It's probably the same thing. Oh. Now liquid she's blush. Because <laughs> oh, I hate when people like wanna, you know, buy a whole new everything. That's yeah. the one thing everyone's like, tell me what to buy. I'm like, well, let me see what you have. You might not need to buy everything. But if you people... have like a cream brush, a um, cream blush, blush or something. That's what I do. I just put a little bit, I let it dry the rear beauty, and then I put my concealer over it. Cause the Sephora, Incredible. like I said. Yeah, they don't have the color character anymore. But yeah, so I've been doing that for a while. I don't know how I feel about mixing it in together. You know? Mm, uh, yeah, I've seen that a couple times. Because I feel like people kind of go crazy with things. I think if you do it the right way, yeah, it's great. But I just think layering it is a little bit easier so it's not, like, too pink. Mm -hmm. um, but even, like, the blush on the nose, I hate it. I really hate it. And I, <laughs> I really hate it. And I know it's so popular right now. And I think if it's done right, it's cute. But I feel like a lot of times it's not done right and you just have a pink nose and it drives me yeah. crazy. I'm like typically very sensitive to temperature. Yeah. If I get really hot or really cold, Same. my nose will turn red. So Same. for me, I look at them and I'm like, I try to avoid this Same. look and people are going for it. So maybe I should just start embracing it. <laughs> yeah. But I do think there is a finesse to yeah. perfecting that vibe. Yeah, and I think sometimes, like I said, it's just like a little too pinky, just like a little dust maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I think this you year- You wanna look flush, not sunburn. Yeah, exactly. And it's like also like, do you even wanna look flush? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Me personally, I'm like, I don't know if I want to look that flush. Maybe just a little bit. But like you said, your natural starts to come through and then you already have blush on and then now you have a red nose. It's just a lot. Yeah. My next thing is it's kind of similar idea. Yep. You talk about baking. Is yep. there this the lavender setting powder from yeah. Fenty? Everyone's talking about it. Does the lavender make a difference? So this is why I hate TikTok because I've been using lavender for the last year and a half from Fenty. That was like you can go back on my like to know it's from last year. I'm like TikTok finds all my favorite things and ruins them for steals me. Steals them from you. Yeah, so then I can't get them. Um, but I've been using it for years. I love it. it it's just like any like even if it's like a pink um like tone or it's um like the purple, the lavender, like they're just really brightening and they just mm -hmm. look beautiful on the under eye. I've never really loved like the banana powder. I think they look too yellow tones. Like so, I've always um just geared towards like the lighter ones and the lavender. And that was one that I've been using for years. Cool. Yeah, and I use a Huda. So 
that versus just a traditional like translucent, say Laura Mercier, the idea is that the lavender will just add a little extra brightening yeah. effect, a little extra pop. Yeah. So if you're a typical baker, yeah. or if you will be now, yeah. because they're taking your suggestion, yeah. Yeah. Um, the lavender could be a good way to go. The lavender is a, a good extra. way to go for something brightening, or even like Huda Beauty has one. I think like Cupcake is like one that I use a lot, and um, like Pound Cake, and then there's like a cherry one, which also TikTok sold out, but has like a light pink, I know, like everything. <laughs> has like a light pink yeah. tint that's good too but that's if you're you want to bake and you want a bright under eye some people don't have the time to like let it sit there for three minutes or you know whatever how many minutes if you're a girl that just wants to set your face and you want to run out the door and put it on then get one that matches your skin tone you know okay um my last question is the falscara I actually yeah. just started using this and I'm obsessed with it what is it it is it's like the brand kiss which okay. I Love kiss. Previously, only thought they made fake nails, and <laughs> I was a fan then. Oh no, they were the best lashes. I love their lashes. I had always. What's our is Ardell? That's a different brand, right? Yeah, Ardell's good too. Ardell. Yep. But I never have used kiss lashes or anything like that. Yep. But I saw this thing called Falscara, yeah. and it is a double-sided applicator pen. One is a bond, and one is a seal, oh. and then it comes with little not. I wouldn't say individual, but yep. maybe quarter length strips, okay. lashes, and you apply the bond on your eyelash like mascara. Yep. You place the eyelash underneath yep. on the bottom side of your eye, yep. and then you do the seal on top, and it stays for like 10 days. Oh, really? And they're so much easier to apply than strip lashes so or hard. regular eyelashes, which I cannot do to save my life. I can't do them on myself either. I can do them on anyone else. But I can't. So even when I teach like one-on-one -on -one classes or like classes, I tell everyone, I'm like, I cut them in half and I just do a half lash and then I like put my mascara on the rest because I, I can't even do a full on on myself. It just gets crazy. Well, they don't fit everyone's eye shape. No, you and you know? have to cut them and it's a pain and it's hard to like see and get both ends down unless like when I'm doing it on someone and their eyes are they're looking down, I, it's so easy. I can do it in two seconds. But when I have to do it on myself, it's a nightmare. So, I mean, that sounds like a great option, especially like false lashes or like the lash extensions, they're so expensive and yes. you can't put makeup on them. So it's tough because you can't put mascara on, you can't use anything oil-based cause they'll come off. So you can't really do much if you put makeup on it and any of the eyeshadow gets off, I'm like trying to use like water to get it off. Yeah. I'm like, well, that doesn't work. It's hard. Yeah, well, um, look into it. I'm a yeah. huge fan. I was curious oh if you have, I think there's been a couple different types of things like that, but yeah, it's super, super helpful. I, I know that it. there was another one, I forgot what the name, but it was something like that. And I had a girl who I was doing her makeup, um, she had them on and they looked gorgeous and they worked, so. Well, listen, let, let me uh, teach you I something. I will, I know. Okay. <laughs> um, but any other little trends you see happening that people should get before it's sold out? <laughs> I, um, I think we're gonna see a lot of colors. Yeah? yeah, like Euphoria style makeup? I think Euphoria just... style is kind of like, since the show's like over, for now, until it comes back in, I think. But I think we're gonna see a little bit more, like just like a pop of color here and there, you I know? Like I think the neutrals and the bronzy are still gonna stay for a while, I think like, but I think the no makeup makeup look is gonna stay around for a little while. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, less like foundations, like really light, you know, kind of just like glowy. And I think just like a pop of color, I think people are gonna be into this year. Lip, eye, either or. No, I feel like lips kind of like, we already did that in like 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably eyes though. Like just like a little bit of color here and there. I have to say, I know we haven't been wearing our masks for a long time, yeah. but truly, 
I used to be such a lipstick girl. Yeah. And because of COVID and wearing my yeah. mask, I stopped because it would just get smudged or ruined or there's yeah. no point because no one can see it anyway. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever reverted back. I throw in a little lip gloss, yeah. a little aquaphor to keep the lips, you know, nice and <laughs> yeah. smooth. Yeah. But I really don't use a lot of lipstick. I used to do the pop no. of red, fun colors. What's the point? What's I, the point? And I think a lot of people, I, don't, I know a lot of my friends don't do no. anything with the lipstick. And I feel like that's why eyeshadow little trying new things there has become so popular yep and like a little wing i feel like everyone loves wing liners back (laughs) is there is there a trick a secret yes how do you do it okay so you're gonna take i don't know if i can explain this here but you're gonna take your liner pencil Uh and do like a little bit on your waterline on the inside okay Okay. and take a little flat brush and you're gonna put it directly in your eye and close this is why brushes are important and then just pull out so pull out and up so get the pr- so when you take the little brush, I wish I had one on me so I could show you. You take the little brush and you're gonna close your eye and you're gonna rub, get the product on there and just pull up that way. You're gonna see a very very faint line. It's gonna be so faint. You're gonna be- basically you can't see it unless it's you and you're in the mirror, and that's gonna be the perfect wing liner on your eye. So then from there you can just like take you know whether it's shadow or the liner and just kind of draw it out. But that's your perfect wing liner. That just blew <laughs> my mind. Yep. Makeup by Mario. So he it, made it, that up, so I can't steal that. Oh, but <laughs> but that is the trick, and I did learn that from him. That is such a great idea. Yeah. And yeah, it's not going to be the actual wing itself, but it's your guide. It's, it's your guide. Your yeah, because I feel like everyone's like, I tried to do it. You know, do I, I go out or whatever? Or I use a liquid. Like I always think shadows and uh, pencils easier because you can kind of bu- like buff it out and then put a shadow over and mm-hmm. kind of mimic it if you mess up. But that's the perfect way to get your perfect wing for your shape. And like I said, it's going to be very, very faint. You're barely going to be able to see it. And then from there, just kind of draw it on. And then, yeah, you're good. It will, change, it will change your life. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to. Well, geez, I feel like we should end there, but yeah. I always like to end yeah. with a final sort of piece of advice. Yeah. And that, honestly, that I put that in the Bible, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. But outside of that, yeah. and it can be of your choosing, mm-hmm. either becoming a business owner or yeah. entrepreneur or makeup in general, yep. do you have a piece of advice that you is sort of your go-to that you offer to people when they come and ask you for suggestions or some help? I feel like a lot of people recently have been asking me like, you know, how I got here and like, you know, what to do or like they're like just a new makeup artist and like whatnot and like how to create business, whatever. And my best piece of advice is like, one, just do it, but it doesn't need to be right now. Like if you know that this is your dream, the one thing I've always said is I've always trusted that everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to. I, that's one thing I always hold on to. I'm like, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen, you know? And I really believe that. And I think that that's important. Like you need to trust that like, it might not be right now, but like, if it's going to happen, it's going to. So just let it be. And like I said, like, I didn't even know that this was going to be my full-time job. I always like kind of knew in the back of my head, but like you get scared and whatever. And it's just kind of like it, if I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I love makeup or I love this. I love that. I want to start this business, but like, I can't afford it right now. I'm like, okay, then start it on the side. 
It doesn't need to, you don't need to f quit your job and just fully be like, okay, I'm going to make myself poor and put myself in a worse situation because yeah. I want to follow this dream. Like if you can do that and that works for you, that's great. And some people it works out for, but I'm also like, okay, so take your time, do it on the side and it will all fall into place. You just need to trust that like everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to. And what is meant for you is going to happen. And I really believe that. Oh, I, I feel like I just took a, a, a <laughs> sigh of relief listening to you because that's applicable in so yeah. many different avenues. So and I really, you have to believe it though, because yeah. I really believe that and I always have with every yeah. aspect of my life. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I appreciate it. I am so glad that you were Thank here. You. Thank Me you for too. coming. Thank you so much for having me. You are me. welcome back anytime, girlfriend. We'll have to talk about fall 2022 looks, yep. you know, <laughs> yeah. trends and all, all that stuff trends. next time. Yeah. Um, but thank you. And um, for you guys at home, if you are not already following Haley, yep. it is at Haley Joy Page. Yes. Is there an underscore or anything nope. like that? It's just at just Haley Joy Page, H-A-L-E-Y-J-O-I-P-A-G-E. Everyone tries to put an I in both of my names, so. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what is your website? HaleyJoyPage.com. All right. Very easy. Everything's all the same. Go look it up, ladies <laughs> and germs. Thank you so Thank you. much for listening. I'll see you next week. And remember, if all you did today was survive, you did just fine. Bye.